and he's not going to destroy them utterly to break his covenant with them. He says, because I am Yahweh their God. I am Yahweh their God. And so he says, because I am their God, I can't. I can't reject them. He says, for their sake, I will remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of all the nations, that I might be their God. I am Yahweh. That's how Leviticus 26 ends, really, is with that he can't forget his people. He can't do it. Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Leviticus. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. And I decided I'm going to officially roll out the name change as soon as numbers hits. So as soon as we're in season four, it's also going to be renamed the Bible Explained podcast. So yeah, definitely excited to roll that out and uh, get moving with season four of the Bible Explained podcast, rather the P40 Ministries podcast. (laughs) So I'm definitely excited for that. But uh, you guys shouldn't have to resubscribe just to let you guys know. Like there should be no change on your part. Um, As long as you're subscribed to the podcast, you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. It's just going to look a little different. That's that's really it. So just to throw that out there for you guys. But, you know, I just love hearing from everybody. So thanks to everybody that that contacts me and to um, those who have been reviewing the podcast. I love reading those. They're just so sweet. And, you know, I just want to thank everybody as well. So to Ohio, I love you guys. That's my home state. Go Ohio. Woo! And Virginia. Man, you guys are catching up to Ohio pretty quickly here. And then Florida is on its way up. Texas as well. Texas, I've always had some awesome listeners in Texas. So thank you guys as well over there in Texas and California now. Woo! California. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. And North Carolina and Missouri, too. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. I hope this podcast really is bringing you guys good content and that uh, you're enjoying it. And if you are, go ahead and share it on your social media platforms as you've been doing and telling people about the podcast as well. So let's read Leviticus chapter 26, verses 40 through 46. And I'm going to be reading out of the W.E.B. as I always do. But please feel free to grab your version of the Bible, whatever that might be. And also your cup of coffee or your cup of tea or your energy drink or your glass of uh, chocolate milk, which is what I've been drinking recently. <laughs> whatever you enjoy. And yeah, let's go ahead and read this. Leviticus 26, 40 through 46. If they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers in their trespass, which they have trespassed against me, and also that because they walked contrary to me, and I also walked contrary to them and brought them into the land of their enemies, 
If then their uncircumcised heart is humbled and they then accept the punishment of their iniquity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land. The land also will be left by them and will enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate with them. And they will accept the punishment of their iniquity because they rejected my ordinances and their soul abhorred my statutes. Yet for all that, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them, neither will I abhor them, to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them, for I am Yahweh their God. But I will, for their sake, remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt, in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am Yahweh. These are the statutes, ordinances, and laws which Yahweh made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by Moses. So just a little recap here. This entire chapter is talking about the blessings and curses of Israel, depending on whether they keep their end of the bargain. This entire covenant that God made with Israel and Israel also made with God, I should add, had to be upheld. The people were supposed to worship God and in return, God was supposed to bless his people. And God did this not because he needs people's worship or anything like that, but because he really loves his people. He, from the very beginning, since he created creation, has wanted to live with his people. That was the intention. But then when people sinned, sin is so opposite from God. And I've talked about this so many times on the podcast. Sin is so opposite from God that God cannot really live with people that are super sinful. Like he just can't. And people who are super sinful also can't get close to God either. So it kind of works both ways where we see that uh, people who are sinful in Leviticus, like Nadab and Abihu, who we've talked about, literally got consumed by God's glory just because they totally were were not doing what they were supposed to do. And we've seen also when um, God was like speaking to his people, even his, though his like glory was not exactly there, the people couldn't handle it. They just like fell down as if they were dead because God is so great and so above human beings that we can't really be very close to him, unfortunately. Now, back in the garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, before they were sinful, were able to uh, be in God's glory, at least better than we are now. But of course, that was before the fall when everything changed and uh, sin and all sorts of other kinds of crappy stuff entered into people and into the land. So my point with all this is that God is saying that if his people uphold their end of the bargain, he will also uphold his end of the bargain. And it's kind of cool, though, because God upheld his end of the bargain way, way farther into it, like way after the people chose not to uphold their end of the bargain. In fact, it was like generations that we see um, during the time of the prophets. I think it was like 10 generations or something like that, where God continued to uphold his end of the bargain and the people just were more and more and more falling away from God, worshiping other gods, forgetting about God, definitely not upholding the law and uh, completely breaking the covenant that the people had with God. But God was merciful and faithful during all of that and still continued to bless his people, really, even though they were continuing to um, fall away from him. So finally, God does everything that he said he was going to do from verses 21 through 39, which is what we talked about 
um, on Monday. So if you didn't listen to that episode, definitely go back and listen to it. But that was the part where God says that he was going to curse his people if they continued to fall away from him, to walk contrary to him. So all of that happened. Historically, all of that happened. Israel uh, got scattered among the nations when Babylon took over. And so much of this was fulfilled. In fact, all of it really was of what God said he was going to do to the people if they walked contrary to him. And Leviticus 26, 21 through 39 talked about that. And that's what we went into on Monday. But now today, in verses 40 through 46, God talks about what he's going to do when his people eventually come back to him and say, I've had enough of this. I want God again. God says that when they finally humble themselves, he's actually going to bless them all over again. And we also see that happen. In fact, I was um, I was reading a little book of the Bible a couple weeks ago, and it was just a fascinating little book that I didn't ever remember reading before. And um, I can't remember what it was. It was one of the little prophets. But what ended up happening was some of the people who did not get exiled when uh, Babylon took over, some of the people that were left in Israel turned back to God and God immediately started blessing them, like immediately started blessing them and uh, upholding his covenant with that particular group of people all over again. And it was really cool. It was one of the few prophets I've seen where that actually happened, where they really listened to their prophet and turned back to God again. And I just think that's cool that, you know, God is always so faithful. Obviously, we have a choice. We have a choice whether we want to totally hate God and totally fall away from God. But we also have a choice to humble ourselves and to follow God once again. And so God, even though all this stuff ended up happening, and this is talking specifically about the people who were exiled. So this is where... I say that no matter what sin you've ever committed, you cannot be far from God's grace because these people that were exiled into uh, different enemy countries had done so many sins and we don't even know what those sins were. They just went so contrary to God that God ended up doing this to them. But the second they humble their hearts and turn back to God, like truly humble their hearts, they, I mean, there has to be a true humbleness there. The second they do that, God says he's going to uphold his end of the bargain once again. So no matter what you've done, you cannot fall away from God's love ever. And I know that that's a reason that some people choose not to become Christians because they say, oh, God could never forgive somebody like me who has done you know, such and such and such. Well, I mean, God can actually forgive anybody because he's God and he's so above us humans, that he can do anything. And even here, he's going to forgive his people that just totally fell away and committed so many terrible sins. And, you know, cannibalism is actually considered one of the sins in here that we talked about. It actually says that they're going to eat the flesh of the sons and of the daughters because the famine is going to be so great that they actually turn to cannibalism rather than following God. And that was verse 29 of Leviticus 26, where God's like, 
you guys are going to get so bad that you're going to choose not to follow me. And instead, you're going to just eat your son and daughter. But you're not going to follow me. And so, I mean, cannibalism, definitely probably one of the worst sins, I think. (laughs) It's definitely a sin that we don't like. Nobody likes cannibalism. And so if God can forgive a person that committed an act of cannibalism against their own children, then I'm pretty sure he can forgive anybody. Like he can, he can truly forgive anybody. And so, yeah, he says he's going to remember his covenant with the people and he's going to not reject his people anymore. And so this is the thing that I said on, um, on Monday. And uh, this is, this really should be a part two episode from Mondays, but you know, God is not going to reject his people. You know, God was never far away from his people during all of this. In fact, he was right there. Yeah, I mean, he was cursing his people, (laughs) but he was right there. He's not far. He's never far. Even when things look really, really bad for us, he's not far. Isn't that interesting? And even uh, with, with Job, you know, we see that. But God was there with Job during that entire time, listening to everything that Job had to say, because he commented at the very end on everything Job was saying about God and about Job's uh, apparent friends. And we haven't gone into the book of Job yet, but Job is the guy that had all sorts of crazy stuff happen to him. But God was there with Job, even though all that stuff happened with him. And God is here with his people, even though all this stuff happens to his people. He's not far And so he says he's not going to reject his people. Neither will he abhor them. And he's not going to destroy them utterly to break his covenant with them. He says, because I am Yahweh, their God. I am Yahweh, their God. And so he says, because I am their God, I can't. I can't reject them. I am God. Isn't that beautiful? He says, for their sake, I will remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of all the nations, that I might be their God. I am Yahweh. That's how Leviticus 26 ends, really, is with just God saying that, that he can't forget his people. He can't do it. It's impossible. And he didn't forget his people during all this. So if he can't forget his people, he can't forget you and me either. Because us Christians, we are also his people now. And yes, I I still believe that uh, um, the Jewish people are his people because he says that that's an everlasting covenant that he's going to have with them. But you and me have been adopted. Us Gentiles, I suppose, have been adopted into God's kingdom. And so since we are God's adopted kids, he can't forget about us. And whenever you feel like God is far away, when you're praying and, you know, you don't know where your prayers are going and you don't feel like God is listening, God is literally right there. He's listening, but God does work differently than we think he does. We always want God to just like say yes to our prayers right then and there, but God doesn't always work that way. But even though God does not work the way we want him to, he still is there with us. And so just take comfort in that next time you are feeling rough or sick, or uncomfortable, or you're going through a trial, and you don't know where God is, just remember that God is there. He can't forget about you. It's impossible for him to forget about you. And when you cry out to God and you pray to God, he's listening and he's there and he's going to be there for you. 
Oh, I just love it. So then in verse 46, to conclude this, this entire chapter, he says, these are the statutes, ordinances, and laws which Yahweh made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by Moses. So this entire thing was just God kind of wrapping things up a little bit in Leviticus by saying what was going to happen if the people chose not to follow his law. But no matter what, even if they chose never to follow it, but in the end, they humbled their hearts and came back to God. God was once again going to uphold the covenant between him and his people. And you know, you and I, we have a covenant with God. We have a brand new covenant. It's the one that Jesus made at the last supper. So you and I have been given a special promise that God is always there with us, that Jesus has, uh, you know, freed us from our sins and that we are adopted into God's family. That's our special promise that we have. So take comfort in that today. Well, guys, this was the end of Leviticus chapter 26, and we're moving into Leviticus 27 starting on Friday. So uh, tune in then, and then we are going to go into the book of Numbers and move into season four of P40 Ministries. To everybody who has um, completed Leviticus, I'm going to have a special t-shirt in the shop specifically for Leviticus and also to promote the new name of the podcast as well. So you can go check that out. And that'll be available pretty quickly. And I'll drop a link to that and I'll tell you guys about it more once that is, in fact, available. Well, guys, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and that you are blessed. And as always, happy listening and God bless. Mm-hmm.